Perfect. So welcome to the Launching Academy podcast. And this podcast is made for course creators and coaches that are working online. And the goal of this podcast is to bring a lot of information, experts that will help you guys to grow online. And today we have Claire here. She's an, an amazing guest. She's going to talk about a topic that I love so much. Thank you so much for coming, Claire. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. So, Claire, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us what you do and why you do it. Absolutely. So, I am what I call a quantum soul goal coach. And I help people to awaken their creative energy and truly step into alignment with the freedom, the income, the impact that they want to have. And we do it the quantum way because what I experienced in my own journey of creating six figures in my business was I fell into this pattern of working more, working harder. It's almost like I forgot what had created that success in the first place, which for me was a really simple one hour a day social media strategy. And I stopped trusting it. I stopped trusting it to scale. I fell into old, unhealthy patterns and I became really miserable. All that fulfillment started to go. And so now what I'm really passionate about is helping coaches to adopt that quantum coach approach and really step into trust and have tools, ways to create even more money and impact in a totally new way, a way where we're not doing more, we're not working harder. There's so much more ease and what I call quantum flow. Mm, perfect. And before we go into the quantum flow and you explain to us what that is and how we can do it, you know, I've heard, I've been inter interviewing a lot of people here and it's funny because most of them say the same thing and I resonate with that, which is there were, that it got to a point in my business where I forgot like how I was doing in the beginning. And I suddenly, I, I felt overwhelmed and stressed. Why do you think people get to this point and, then, and, and they for, forget why they were doing it or how easy it was and that things could be easier and more pleasurable? Why do you think people get to this point? Because that's interesting. Because our whole life we are programmed in that way. You think about how we go through school, how we go into our career, through our career, we're constantly being told that to hit that next level, we have to do something else, get another qualification, you know, and we're programmed subconsciously with that information. It's like an internal operating system. And so we're looking at the success that we have and we're saying, logically, I want to double that, triple that. It's going to take double the work, triple the work. I have to do all these things. I have to get this other qualification that makes me worthy enough to, you know, step into that level of income. And none of that is true. Mm -hmm. We experience our whole world through the lens of our belief. And what people don't realize is the power of taking a second look at those belief systems and seeing whether they're truth, mm. because truth has a frequency. Truth has a frequency. And if you can find the frequency of the truth that you are seeking, everybody is just seeking a feeling. They say they're seeking the money. They say they're seeking the, seeking the success. They say they're seeking whatever it is, the goal, but actually they're seeking a feeling. 
Yeah. And if we can find the frequency of that feeling and we can be more of that feeling right now, then that success is going to come to us. It's going to truly, it's that, that's where the law of attraction really comes into powerful manifestation, but it's emerging from us. Mm-hmm. And so those feelings that we have around, okay, to scale, I need to do more. Doing more makes me feel this way. Our frequency is coming down. It's dropping. It's going into, you know, and then we start feeling those old feelings of shame. I'm not good enough. Guilt. I didn't work hard enough, you know, and the frequency is coming down and we're not scaling at all. Yeah. And that's where we see people hitting these income plateaus mm-hmm. and they're stuck and they're not sure what's changed. And, you know, so it's so powerful to work with frequency and to take a second look at those belief systems, everything that you know and believe about your world at the level of success that you have created likely has to change for you to step into that next level of success. Yeah. And and you said something about the law of attraction. How does this really work? The law of attraction. So like I said, everything is frequency. We are energy. We are waves of energy. And your vision, the the future that you want, the, the relationship, the business success, the impact, that has a frequency as well. And so what happens when we manifest is our frequency comes into the same frequency as what we want. So we actually become the energy of what we want and it manifests. Yeah. What is so much more powerful than law of attraction? So a lot of people are like, I need to work out the law of attraction. I need to make it work for me, which by the way, the minute you need anything, you're not going to get any of it (laughs) because it's a low frequency. It's a scarcity, you know? So what is more powerful is to understand that everything comes from you and you're not apart from anything. If everything is energy, you are energy. The money you want is energy. And so it's like, again, we come back to finding that frequency and understanding that it comes from you through you in the choices and decisions and actions you make every single day. Yeah. And how do massive people, you know, get to this point to truly realize that? Because I like, I think people kind of know that, but not truly know that. Is how mm. how do they really know it? Because it feels to me that because of the programming that we acquired, it's so hard to get a new programming. So how do we do this shift? So I want you to imagine that underneath all that programming, and so when we say programming, it's like the things that we learned, the things that we experienced, the media we saw, the way we saw our parents act, the way the world has just, you know, has been and is. It's like there's been these programs plugging into us and they start even when you're in the womb. So in that third trimester, as you're taking on the blood of your um, mother through that placenta, as she's having emotional reactions to things, you're feeling the chemical reaction of those emotions. And so we're even being programmed then before we've even been born, right? So that is our chemical makeup. Every time we feel something, there is a chemical reaction, which is creating us on a cellular level. So, you know, this shift really comes down and or back down to that cellular level. 
Uh-huh. If we look at the brain, the brain creates itself in neural pathways through the actions and decisions and habits we have, the things that we do, right? Yeah. And so if we want to change that, we have to understand that beneath those programs, there is usually one deep core limiting belief. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, I am powerless. Mm. And through the lens of that belief, I saw the world in a certain way. Ah, when it comes to money, money is really hard to make because I didn't feel powerful. Mm. Ah, people are untrustworthy because I didn't feel powerful. Mm. So I'm seeing my world in a certain way through that lens of the belief. And then on the outer scale of that, I'm then playing out an identity through the actions and decisions and choices I make. So for people to truly use the law of attraction, they need to see it as an identity shift. If we can identify that core limiting belief and we can change it, we can heal it, we can help people to see the truth. And then we understand what are the decisions, choices and actions through that new belief, those empowering belief systems, then the body and the brain on a physiological level starts to change. Neuroplasticity happens, neurogenesis, new brain cells, new neural pathways. Like we literally become a whole other person in a whole other frequency. Mm -hmm. So really we start at consciousness and where people are is very much because, and this comes back to being busy in your business, right? You're going at such a pace that you do not have the space to connect in with yourself regularly every single day and start to feel in what could be limiting programs for you. What could be limiting beliefs for you? What could be limiting stories for you? Mm-hmm. What are from those limiting belief stories um, and whatever, what are the things that you do that, that lower your frequency? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you judge this thing that happens every single day. Maybe you react to the red light turning on every time you arrive at it. Maybe you snap at your husband when he does this thing over here. Every single thing is creating a frequency in your body, which is pouring out of you like a signal on the top of your head and calling more that matches that frequency. And that is where people are like, I don't know why this thing keeps happening. I don't know why I keep having the same um, pattern of money walls. Mm -hmm. It's coming from you. Yeah. We can only attract who we are. We don't get what we want. We attract who we are. And so there has to be an identity shift. And the framework that I use with my clients is we first start at where you are or who you are becoming. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of law of attraction manifestation looks at the vision, visualize this, find the feeling of the vision, but who are you in the center of that vision creating it? And what does that feel like? Yeah. We get really connected with the, the authentic truth and the frequency of your truth. So then we can start to work into the, the limiting beliefs, stories, programs that are creating a gap between who you are right now and who you want to become more of. Yeah. And obviously we work in these ways, you know, my core business strategy that did create and continues to create six figures is I call it the CCC. We create powerful content every day. We have powerful conversations every day, but we enable and empower powerful connection with ourselves every day. So we can listen to our body. We can listen to our needs. We can question those automatic thoughts and responses and behaviors and say, is this really my truth? Is this really the truth? Mm-hmm. 
the world is how we believe it to be. And there's so much power in looking at those beliefs and where they come from, your trauma. Even people who tell me they don't have trauma, we often find they've had experiences that were traumatic in the moment. And, and that means that in the moment, they were overwhelmed emotionally. Mm-hmm. And they lay down some sort of belief about themselves or about the world. And that comes up in their business. Exactly. And I feel that there are kind of like a separation, a division in here. There are so, I think the majority of people, they will do the, I go there and I produce and I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. And there, but I also met some people that, okay, but I will only connect to myself or only wait for things where's the balance in here so explain to me the second side they'll only wait for things to come they're not taking any action you mean yeah they're just like okay so i'm just gonna shift my emotions and things are gonna come to me more i think i see it as the masculine and feminine sides that we all have and yeah in the majority of time we are either leaving one or the other not both combined if that makes sense, or is this something that I'm just total sense? I think that I mean, the, the last letters of law of attraction say action, and this is where we go to the laws of the universe. And one of the laws of the universe is that everything is always in circulation, mm. and there is the law of reciprocity. So, this signals to us that there has to be some give from us to gain something in return, you know, mm-hmm. there's energy to action as well. It's like, you know, I often just say, I, one of my, one of my favorite things to say to my clients is move first. They'll say, Oh, I'll just wait until this happens. That is where you're looking to your external reality for validate validation of what you want to believe is true. Whereas if you believe it is true, I will invest this money and this will come back. Yeah. That is exactly what happens. Yeah. And that is where you start to get into that quantum flow is to is to move first, be the frequency of of who you are in your truth. And let's look at most people's visions. There's no stress, there's heaps of ease, there's a bunch of travel. You are feeling easy, peaceful, certain, confident. How do we get those feelings now? Exactly. And it's it's I, I love that you're touching this part because we we both know we work in a similar way that either you are starting a new business and you're like, nothing is working, things are getting... Like when you start a business, you have this trust, you are excited and then you start to lose this excitement and doubt again or you are already in a point of your business where the income doesn't go higher and you start doubting Mm. yourself. So how hard it is to keep moving, as you said, to keep going and still believing in that, right? Yeah. It's because people are looking outside of themselves, again, to the external validation. Mm -hmm. Sharing an experience that happened to me in the last, I guess, nearly coming up to eight, ten months, I guess, and this is where I, like I said, had hit these this six figures. I was doing super well. I had so many clients. I also had a little baby who was 
seriously unwell. And she gave up sleeping completely. And we ended up in hospital a couple of times. And so I'm looking at my business. Number one, I was playing out this belief that to hold on to the success that I had created, I had to just keep going, I had to keep doing. And then I had this second false belief that to create more, I had to do more. And so I found myself in the survival mode of like literally going back to where I'd been three years ago when I was in hustle, before I'd created success. I, I went straight back to these old patterns Mm-hmm. And I was running off complete empty because of my baby not sleeping and because of these hospital trips and the stress of her. And I then had a third belief, limiting story. I was like, oh my God, if I'm going to do more and serve these people at this next level, I need another qualification. And I literally broke the camel's back by investing in a program that I didn't really have time to do. Uh-huh. And where this landed me was in this position where I was exhausted, I wasn't in focus. I, you know, I I really was not in a great place, but not really even consciously realizing it. And I killed my dog in a moment of distraction, in a moment of, I guess, not, not, no, it just was the biggest, most awful tragedy that for a few days, I had no idea how I was going to come back from, you know, he was part of our family. He was coming up to eight years old. He was like, he was like our fourth child. Mm -hmm. And what it got me to do was to step right back. Like in this moment, it was actually one of my clients who rang me in my moment of despair. And I put something I think on Facebook and she reached out and she said, Claire, Like, I'm not being funny, but you know how to get yourself through this. You've got us through tragedies just like this. Mm. Like, you need to look at what you do and you need to take yourself through your own processes. And it was like this wake-up call. It was like, oh, my God, like, she's absolutely right. I absolutely Mm -hmm. know how to get myself through this. I need to cancel life and do exactly that. And I've pulled fully back. So for a couple of months, I didn't take on clients And I fully dropped into connecting with myself and really connecting to finding that frequency of my truth. Mm -hmm. And what happened was this little glimmer of light started to show where I was like, oh, oh my God, like I'm not actually even that fulfilled in what I'm doing in my business. I don't feel like all of me is coming through what I do. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, this glimmer of light is growing even bigger. It's like this shiny thing place over here that I want to step into and it was nuts. It was like this, just, just a full ident- identity shift and seeing that to move forward. It was like, I need to, I've got again, old pattern of, I need to know how I need to know how I need to know how mm. and ultimately realizing that I don't need to know how I just need to keep following the frequency of what makes me feel good. In- that inner sense in how, sorry for interrupting you, but how did you come to this realization? How did you understand, like, in that moment where, you know, everything was like, too much, how did you come up with this? I think this Because is- I recognized, I recognized how things come so easily when I'm in that ease. So it was almost like the universe was giving me these knocks on the door and saying, hey, don't you remember this thing you realized like all this time back here? 
Mm-hmm. When you are in the energy of the things that light your soul fire up, when you are in the trust that the universe will always provide, that the universe is always working for you, that everything is in divine timing, it was like the freedom to then follow that that frequency of joy and ease and fun. And, and the more I was rising up, the more I noticed that people were rising up to my level instead of where I'd been sort of eight months previously, which is like, I need to keep working really hard and chasing and forcing. And, you know, because I'm sort of dropping down in my energy now to their level. Yeah. And I'm still not getting more of what I want. So it was this shift of, of seeing. And I guess you could say I saw in my external reality, the validation for what I needed to believe and it concreted it for me. But now I always trust that I don't need to look outside of me. I just need to trust what I believe. And I just need to keep evolving these belief systems and expanding that healing. And this is another area where I've really, I guess, expanded what I do in my business around the body and working with the body. Mm-hmm. Because I know from my own experience that healing is not just a mindset thing, it is a soul thing and a physiological thing. We have to bring the body along that journey. After I lost my, my dog, I suffered vertigo that, that wound me up in hospital. And they were saying, you know, maybe you've had a virus, maybe this has happened. And I just knew instinctively in my heart that because of the stress and the tension, I'd been clenching my jaw mm-hmm. and I would probably tightened up all these muscles over here. And so I just flicked off their advice and I went home and I did three days solid stretching my body, relaxing breath work and the vertigo went away. You know, I never needed the script that they gave me for the tablets because the body has to come along that healing journey. There is so much expression in our body. And that is where we find that frequency, that high frequency is in the body. Just, just think for a moment into how you feel when you dance. Yeah. How how you feel when you when you play yourself around like a child or jump on a trampoline like in creating that that frequency that high frequency movement is such a massive part. There is both the frequency of good feelings, but there's also the movement of the old stagnant energy that is not aligned to who you're becoming and the uh, the the trapped emotions from the past that you never that you never gave your chance uh, yourself a chance to feel mm-hmm. because in trauma like I experienced with my, my dog, the first thing is to disconnect. I don't want to feel what is in here. I want to feel that guilt. I don't want to feel that, that pain, but we have to connect. And, you know, connecting back to your body is such a huge part of that expansion and that high frequency that will start to attract exactly what you want. It's so powerful and exciting. Mm-hmm. And one thing that you said here that got my attention was, you said, you know, for a period, I just, I didn't take any clients. I was just focusing on myself. And I think this is so powerful because there is this, again, this sense of everything is a rush. We have to do go, 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 go. So just allowing yourself to stop is such a big step. And what, how did you feel when you said, I'm not going to take more clients. I'm just going to stop and I need to reconnect. I think 
I think at that point I was so, I was such a mess that I was like, and this is a big thing as well. And this is a thing that I've noticed over and over and over again. You have to be willing to lose everything. To be able to fully shed that identity of the past, shed that snake skin, you have to be in the position where you're like, I will lose it all to have what I want, to feel the way I want to truly feel, to earn the income. What happens is we play out the scarcity stories and we're not willing to lose things because we play out past experiences of not having those things or our parents showing us the danger of not having those things and society telling us the security of needing, you know, you're not willing to just trust. So I was willing to just trust. And what happened was actually I had my biggest month in January that I've ever had in my business ever. And I spent January in its entirety enjoying Christmas and the summer holidays with my kids. I took time off. It was like, do you know what I mean? And then, so it's been interesting in these last three months as I've fully seen how much I'm stepping into this new place and really reflecting on that experience and finding that trust. Your income does not validate what you are creating here. If what you have isn't aligned to your soul goal and you see that glimmer of light as to what is, as long as you're in creation, manifestation is creation and a distraction. So you're creating what is coming through you mm-hmm. that is aligned to you and you're allowing everything else to drop away, to fall away, to the universe almost takes care of the details of that for you as long as you're focused on who you're becoming and you're focusing all of your energy there in the abundance. Mm-hmm. And Claire, what about self-sabotage? Do you, first of all, do you think this exists? Second, what what is that? Is, is it an external force um, that comes from, you know, all the society or is it internal and if it's internal why is this happening is this an addiction like why why people have that that maybe they go up and then suddenly they go down again or they feel really good but suddenly they go back to this victim mentality or whatever it is why do you think this happens i love this question so i tell my clients when they start i'm like around about three, week three, week five, somewhere around there, you're going to want to give this up. You're going to want to, you're going to, and the crazy thing is you're going to have earned money by this point. Something is going to have shifted. And they all look at me like, what? Why are you telling me this? Because I want you to see, I want you to tell you that you're safe. The brain sees anything unfamiliar, unknown as unsafe. So people are there feeling like they fear their failure when actually they fear their success. And then that that money lands on their lap. They have a five-figure day. And then the whole body screams, breaks. Hang on a minute. I don't know this place. I don't know. And, And all those stories come up. But the beauty in all those stories coming up when you're in a container for somebody who sat outside of you to look back in and help you to widen the paradigm, widen the room, explore, you know, the truth. What is the truth? What is not the truth? Allows you to move through those self-sabotaging patterns. 
what people do is they they try and get through their self-sabotaging patterns on their own, sat mm-hmm. in the room with those walls up around them, only being able to see the walls. So what do they do? They go out the one door that they see, which takes them straight back into the next room, which is the same room with the same door. They never actually fully break free from those, those limiting patterns of behavior. So having that container, having that coach, having that third person perspective to see into that room and really see what's going on and to allow you and to also really help people to understand what's going on on a physiological level inside their brain, that reptilian brain, their default mode network of the brain that only holds the things that it knows from the experiences that we've had that have told us that this is the way that the world is. This is who you are and this is all of your flaws and all of your imperfections. And if you go forward in this direction, you're going to fall flat on your face. Mm. Or these imaginary things over here are going to happen. It's really scary. Your brain is freaking out. Mm. But to understand that that's just your brain's way of keeping you, you alive, it's not necessarily keeping you thriving. Mm-hmm. enabling empowering you to thrive another thing you know breath work is such a powerful tool that i use with my clients and we use intermittent hypoxia as part of the breath work and it is this beautiful journey of learning to trust that when you so we breathe all the way in after rhythmical breath and then we breathe all the way out into a breath retention what does your body do it screams at you to breathe your oxygen's disappearing. You're going to die. Oh my God, you're going to die. The reptilian brain's freaking out, sending cortisol and, you know, all this chemical rush through your body. And what you do is you hold on in trust. You hold on in that, in the belief that if you push through your comfort zone just a little bit, the brain wakes up to another possibility of you. Mm. Oh, hang on a minute. She didn't die. That is something different to what has been patterned through me, through the ages. Mm. Wow, I'm in expansion. This is why when we push through our comfort zone, maybe it's signing up for the coach. Maybe even it's just the investment and something shifts because you're suddenly in expansion instead of contraction on an energetic level. And you are realizing things about yourself, about your potential, about your capabilities, about your true authentic beauty and power that you had perhaps never known or forgotten as you've gone through these experiences that have been hard in your life. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things you said here that really touched me now was in the end, it's, it's love, isn't it? It's like your body trying to, to love you in the way and saying, I'm going to save you. I'm going to protect you. And you go down again. When If we go into this low, like higher level of love, which is your soul, then we find out, okay, I can go a little bit further. I'll, I'll still be safe. I'll still have the love that I need. I don't know. The love uh, word came to me right now when you were talking about this. And what does love spell? Level of vibrational energy. I love that. The more we love, the higher we fly. My breathwork, um, the the guy who founded the breathwork modality that I use, he's amazing. It's called Soma Breath. And that was his um, 
an analogy or anagram, whatever you call it, level of vibrational energy. And that's what we have to be seeking. And that's where in my story, you know, realizing that the more I stepped into what I love and what makes me feel good and what feels aligned, the more things started to happen for me as long as I'm constantly in that trust. Mm-hmm. I had to do so much money mindset work, money trauma work, money healing work. And this is what I say to people is really you're coming to me for quantum money mentorship because that is our biggest limiting belief and story. From the minute we are tiny children, we are being programmed around money. Mm. And all of it is bullshit. <laughs> Excuse my French. It's absolutely untrue limiting stuff. Money is energy. You are energy. Everything is energy. You can't destroy or create energy. Mm-hmm. It, there's, there's only this, this is-ness, right? Everything is, and it is as we see it and, and believe it to be. So we have to change our programs around money. And when I was saying about those little things through our day that bring our vibration down, our level of vibrational energy down is those micro thoughts, decisions, actions we're taking about money. Because mm-hmm. we're constantly working to the programs we have that it's scarce, that it's hard to make. Mm-hmm. But if you make it, you lose it, or somebody takes it off you, or rich people are greedy, or the tax man is bad. But you could sit and you could write your own freaking book with all of these screwed up things that you believe about money, but nobody does until they start to realize that their money mindset is part of why they aren't experiencing the success that they have. And it's because it it comes down to that level of vibrational energy. It is bringing your energy right down. The highest frequency is unconditional love. Those lower frequencies are fear, guilt, shame, Mm. anger, even pride is a low frequency emotion. Mm-hmm. Amazing. We start to step up in our level of vibrational energy when we start to step into courage. Do you see? And it's like, wow, okay, now we're in joy. So courage is that first step investing in the coach, taking the leap. Yeah. A quantum leap is simply a shift in identity. It can be the smallest of things. It doesn't have to be, you know, Quantum actually is very small. It's atomic mm-hmm. because those tiny, seemingly insignificant shifts in how we take action, how we think, how we feel, how we make decisions, they do quantum leap us in identity to becoming the energy of what we want to to manifest more of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. In you know that we a lot of course creators or coaches that are trying to grow their business or growing, scaling, are going to listen to this podcast. So what would be five tips that you could give them so they can, you know, keep in this journey, break these patterns, keep growing, seeing, see their business succeed, themselves grow? What would you say to them, Claire? Number one get a daily breathwork habit. My client before, she's like, oh my God, Clay, you need a t-shirt that says, oh my God, I just did a breathwork and had like a blank space. Because she said, you know, you say it all of the time. I just did this breath. Breathwork is doing a lot of the subconscious work automatically. 
we are starting to realign the thought files. We are st- if you stick an EEG to the brain and you watch the brain waves through um, the breath work, you see how not only do you slow those brain waves down into those theta. So theta is your hypnotic, you know, influ- um, impressionable state. Alpha is your creative state. These are the states that we want to be in to make massive success in our business. But you see that state, those brain waves cross over, which is a signal that trauma is actually being released subconsciously or unconsciously from the brain. And that's why you come out of the breathwork feeling enlightened and clear, or you have a download of an idea. So number one, get a daily death work, death work, breath work <laughs> habit. I can connect anybody to my 22 day, 22 minutes a day challenge it's amazing mm-hmm. um just dm me i'll give you my instagram so the second thing goes to those brain waves ask yourself how can i slow my brain waves down because where people are at every single day is in this high beta consciousness where the brain is running you know that is the stress that is the over focus the overthinking the um not creating pauses between things running straight out of one meeting into the next meeting having 100 clients where am i going to fit beta consciousness mm-hmm. very frenetic fast um, wave, which is further away from universal energy and closer to the matter, its form. So we want to slow those brain waves down. So we start to become in coherence with universal energy, where we're creating space, where we're accessing that alpha brain wave that is our creative brain wave, where these things that we're hearing, we can start to have them create that neuroplasticity. You know, if you if you're listening to an affirmation at a beta consciousness you're probably not hearing it or doing any good at all whereas if you're in that theta state and it's fully being received by the brain then that new those new neural pathways are creating so you know i've got again i've got a a five step where you can kind of plug and play these things through your day that just allow you to slow down and connect because awareness consciousness really is key yeah Number three, like, I would say to look at that money trauma. Mm -hmm. I don't believe you can do that on your own. I I feel like there is a bunch of good resources, but I feel like it really requires somebody to be outside the room looking in. Otherwise, you're just kind of contained in your own patterns. Yeah. Can't see the wood for the trees. It's so powerful to unwrap some of those money beliefs and also start to see how they're playing out in how you feel in your frequency throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, like how, where is your vibration coming down because of what you believe and how it's making you react? You know, oh my God, the client hasn't paid. Oh, I need to pay for this over th- thing over here. Oh my goodness, look how much isn't in my account. Oh, um, you know. I'm going for a meeting with, I used to have this, I'm going for a meeting with a potential client and I have to put her bill through as well. Like, you know, <laughs> why? Because I believe that I am powerless. Mm-hmm. I believe that money has power outside of me. I am the money. Money comes to me from my creation. Mm-hmm. And the more I can invest in putting myself in that frequency of creation of inspiration of trust the more those ideas and downloads and things are going to come to me Mm -hmm. um yeah you want two more (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Number four, visualize every single day. Give yourself a whole pass. My, co- my coach actually gave me this idea. Um, he's like, you just need to take seven. I'm giving you seven days to just fully see who you want to become more of. And so it was like somebody giving me that hall pass to go and cheat on my husband before we got married or whatever. It was like, okay, I'm turning off the emails, the socials, the clients, and I'm going to invest time every single day into seeing what I want, into following those intuitive feelings that this feels good for me, this feels aligned, and to spend like a whole week creating the vision, whether it's, you know, get a vision board, get um, a mind movie, but bring visualization into every single day and bring visualization through feeling. So make sure you're not just seeing something, but you're truly discovering the feelings mm. of that vision and make it a habit, make it such a habit that you can put the kettle on and then drift off into visualization. Cause that's, that's where you manifest. That's where things start to become real. Perfect. Yeah. So powerful. I love it. And Claire, where can people find you? So I'm on socials. I'm on Instagram, CW um, underscore full underscore circle. Or if you search my name, Claire Williamson, I'll probably come up as well. Um, And I do have a website in progress but if you go to it claire-williamson.com that's where you can actually grab the five things that i do every single day including breath work there's access to the breath work challenge like i say to slow your brain waves down to bring your your body into that state of coherence to allow yourself to create that space where you can gain the consciousness to really understand yourself and where your own energy is is creating those walls So then you can begin to change them, which is powerful. Amazing. Awareness sets us free. I'm going to share one of my biggest takeaways from this podcast was, well, there were several, but I'll try to be brief. First of all, when you said about the comfort zone, that was really, really powerful to me. The second thing, the discussion about SEP, which again comes with the comfort zone, the discussion about the self-sabotage that was incredible. I love that. The breath work technique, that was amazing. So seriously, I took so much out of this uh, conversation. Thank you so much for coming. And everyone that is listening, go find Claire on her Instagram, download these two amazing contents that she's giving here, which, wow. Amazing. Thank you so much, Claire. Thank you for everybody that is listening. And we'll be here soon with more interviews. Thank you, Claire. 